0: that the 10th of Tavis is nine months from the ninth of Av, and it's the time of the, uh, uh, just like there's nine months when a baby is born, so too it says in the Gemara that Mashiach is born on the ninth of Av. So, um, Sorry, what page? we're on page um, Chav Beis. So Mashiach is born on the ninth of Av, so he's conceived nine months before, and that means the first seed for Mashiach's coming is the 10th of Tavis. Ironically, the, when Hashem made the first seed for the exile by making the siege on Jerusalem two and a half years before the temple was destroyed, that was, uh, since it's nine months, though it was two and a half years later until the temple was destroyed, since it's nine months before the of tovah, that's why I say yesterday, so that's why it, it was like the time of the conception of Mashiach. So I, I misread that. It's not nine months, it's seven months. It, it, it's, it says the shortest amount of pregnancy is seven months, and so the time of the Pregnancy of of uh, Mashiach is uh, seven months. Um, that doesn't explain, though. Interestingly, why Mashiach's pregnancy is seven months? It says about Mashiach that his pregnancy, the time he was in he was in, in the womb, was for seven months because his soul was about just like, like, uh, um, precocious. Basically, the time of time of uh, of uh, gestation for for a child represents how much they are. Um, um, being changed as they descend from the higher worlds to this world. Moshe Rabbeinu had a short time indicating that he was the same in the higher worlds as he is in this world. Eliyahu Hanavi had a very long... He was in the womb for 12 months because his mission was to elevate the physical world. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu passed away and his body was um, uh, buried because he wasn't about elevating the body. Eliyahu on the other hand, he is about elevating the body that's why his body physically went to heaven when he passed away so that's because that that's connected to his neshama being um becoming part and parcel of the body and therefore elevating the body measurement was more of a mirror to holiness so i don't know that doesn't explain here uh, why mashiach has a seven month uh pregnancy like masha but it must have some connection to this idea of uh of masha whether it's the window to the divine or elevating the physical, it's like, but it's interesting because Mashiach is all about elevating the physical world, and yet, um, and yet Mashiach has to also be above the world. But um, anyway, so 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 we learned was that why is it that the gestation period of of, of for, for Mashiach's coming begins on on the tenth of Tevis, uh because um, because it's the beginning of the destruction and therefore it's it's also the beginning of of the. Um, on the one hand, externally, it's, it's the lowest point. It's the, it's the first seed for all calamities of later. On the other hand, it's the seed for the geula. As we learned that the whole point of the the, um, the, uh, the reason why the temple was destroyed was because of senseless hatred, and by Hashem putting us all together in a room, putting us all together in Jerusalem, the purpose of this was that we should all get along, and uh, we should all look at each other in the eye and, and, and understand each other. So that was the point of, of putting us under siege. That was the point. So, so the, the, uh, that, that, that um, Hashem put in motion also at that moment, the future, the everlasting goodness of the coming of Mashiach. So on that subject, we mentioned that, that uh, Yeheskel was told his prophecy um, by Hashem telling him to put this iron wall, make this iron skillet, between him and a brick that he was going to design. He has to put an image of Jerusalem on this brick and put this iron skillet between him and the and the stone and the brick and that was going to represent what Hashem was going to do to the Jewish people was going to be a siege around Jerusalem. So why the iron? Why is it iron specifically? So we learned so far was that um, unlike the first three temples which corresponds I'm sorry 15, yeah. uh, the first, second, and third temple correspond to our patriarchs, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Avram is compared to gold, Yitzchak is compared to silver, and Yaakov is compared to copper. And they are also compared to the three temples. Avram is compared to gold. The first temple, the word gold in Hebrew yesterday is an acronym for the words, Bari. this is a healthy gift. It means the base of English, the first temple was a healthy gift. There was nothing wrong with it. It was a beautiful oasis of godliness and holiness that emanated to the whole world. That was the first temple. The second temple is compared to silver. Silver is an acronym for the words, uh, there is a fear of danger. second temple was missing five things that they had in the first temple. So the second temple is, because it's missing something, represents that there's a a reason to be afraid that more will be missing and would lose the whole temple. So that is connected to silver, to Yitzchak. And the third temple it will elevate copper. Copper, on the one hand, the word copper in Hebrew means something negative. Copper is related to the word snake, and that means that the third temple is con- created by elevating something that's negative. That's what the word copper um, is an acronym for. Copper is an acronym for the words nesinas chayil the gift of a poor of a sick person who says give. We learned that the Jewish people are the sick person, Ahmads, in Golas, And we're saying to God, give us, give us a Tirbesam Migdash. And and this um this elevates the negative, And that's through Yaakov, through Torah. Yaakov represents Torah. Uh, because Yaakov is was called Ish e in the man of the tents, the man of study Torah, he was able to elevate through Torah study the negative in the world, the Khesha, the copper, and um, that's what the third temple is created from, from the negative, through Yaakov, through Ther. and through us asking for it. Now, the Rebbe adds to this point. He says, not only is the third temple about elevating copper, copper is less valuable than silver and gold, and therefore represents something that's lower spiritually. It represents a time after the second temple, when the Jewish people are in a state of, of gullus and exile and confusion and sickness. And from that state, they create the third base of English, they create the everlasting goodness, but the Rebbe says there's something less valuable than copper. That's iron. The iron that was the vision of Ezekiel, the vision of Yecheskel, is also connected to the third base of English. Why is iron associated with the third base of English? We said that that the iron represents um, power, strength, force. So the it could be the force of the opposite of holiness. It also represents the force of holiness, the force of the neshama, that the unbreakable bond the neshama has with Hashem. Now, where do you see this unbreakable bond specifically in the time of exile? Specifically, when we're in a state when there's when there's a consum of godliness, then you see the iron, the iron clad attachment the Jewish people have to Hashem, and that brings about the everlasting third base of by the expression of our powerful bond with Hashem. This the iron bond with Hashem, that is a key for the iron third temple, which will last forever. Okay, that's what we so far. Now, we're going to continue and see how um, iron that has, has another connotation according to Kabbalah, both a negative and a positive, and let's go right to it. So, iron is associated with, again, with, it's a represent, it represents the destruction of the temple because the temple cannot have iron which means that the simple reason the temple can't have iron is because iron is used to fight iron is used for war iron is used to something that, that, that shortens a person's life therefore it's inappropriate that it should be used to construct a temple which was built to bring peace to the Jewish people and Hashem to bring connection to Nas and Hashem so it's, it's inappropriate that iron should um, should be used in the temple therefore not only does the iron wall that Yecheskel put up between him and the brick represent the siege, it also represents the ultimate destruction of the temple. Okay. But on the other hand, we're going to see that iron has another spiritual um, virtue, another spiritual um, connotation that's emblematic of the opposite of holiness. What's what's iron about? Okay, so iron, barzal in Hebrew. Is an acronym for the words Billah, Rachel, Zulpa, and lay the four wives of Yaakov, the source of the twelve tribes. Just like there are four matriarchs that are the source of the, of the twelve tribes, there are also four levels of Nukva. Nukva means female, um, four female energies, just like the female energy of, of Rivka, Rachel and Leah uh, and Bil Zilpa produce the, um, the 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 um, uh, the twelve tribes is also uh, four other parallel energies represented by Billa, Rachel Zilpa and Leah that are a source for negative things. Um. There is a concept of of um, malchus of klipa. Malchus means bittel. Malchus means the ability to receive, to put yourself on the side, to listen, to hear. Malchus is also malchus of klipa. Malchus of klipa means that you, that you are um, following whatever what's popular. You're following what what everyone else is doing. You're following your and 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 you're looking at yourself like a doormat, and you just like just uh, easy. Um, you easily sway because you don't have any any you don't have any strength, you don't have any connection to what you're doing, any you belief what you're doing. Therefore, you easily sway. So that's the the feminine of Klippa. That's one idea of the feminine. Uh, there are there there are four levels of the feminine of Klippa. and the four levels of the feminine. Klippa produce also all kinds of negative things. There's also masculine Klippa, but let's not get too klipadic. Let's let's go further. <laughs> so why does the word barzo? Why does this represent the evil? So, so the simple reason for this is, is that in this in this word, you have the maidservants come before their their, ma- their their masters, their mistresses, the the wives of our patriarchs are listed in this acronym second. So that means that there is there is the uh, uh, a fulfillment of the verse shivcha <laughs> kitirash The maidservant inherits her her. Um, her, her, uh, her mistress. What is that talking about? What, is it, what does that mean? So, the... Um that order of the maidservant inheriting the mistress means that there is some kind of a unhealthy shift of power and the uh, and the the, the the just like an analogy of malchus. said before that you're, you're you're you are following things you shouldn't follow. You're 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 subservient things should be subservient to. But there's also something positive over here. Let's see what's positive over here. Let's go to um, page Chav um line number forty one. There's also a positive application this idea of the maidservant coming before the mistress. What does that mean? Let's first set the stage and understand that the matriarchs were greater than the patriarchs. It says that God told Avram, whatever Sarah will tell you, listen to her voice. Why should Avram listen to Sarah? Isn't he the man in the house? Says the Torah, uh, Rashi says, Avram talked from certain views. Avram was not as great as Sarah. Okay. <laughs> Sarah <laughs> was Sarah was a greater prophet than Avram. Avram was inferior to Sarah in prophecy. <laughs> as Mashiach <laughs> will says that the woman will be the crown of her husband. <laughs> the sphere of Malchus, the feminine sphere, the sphere which is received from all the spheres, when Mashiach will come, that sphere, that energy of receiving, receiving in a good way, in a holy way, seeing where you're supposed to receive from, that power of receiving will see, Mashiach will come, how the lowest sphere, which receives from all the spheres above it, will ascend above everything else. So if Ma'a Yisnasha Khila the end result is the original intent. As you learned earlier this week that... Um, Last week, actually, that when Hashem built the base on Migdash, the base uh, was made specifically out of stones, the lowest in creation, inanimate. The, the purpose of, just like when a human being builds a house, he first builds a blueprint, he makes some kind of spiritual picture of what he wants, but his original thought is he wants a physical house. Remember he wants in the house, you remember the example, he wants to pop the potato uh, chips and the beer and the c- couch and the television set, whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, so he thinks about his final goal when he, before he sets out to build a house. In a similar way, the Abish there, his intended creations are filled in the lowest, in, in the final world, in the lowest world, in the world itself, in the lowest part of the world. That's why the Migdash is constructed from the lowest part of the world. So... When Mashiach will come, we'll see how this how this is manifest, how Hashem's whole purpose in creation is this physical world, and the lowest part of this will be elevated. We'll see how this world is the source of spirituality for all the worlds which are now above it. So a little bit of this was by our patriarchs. There are three people, says the Gemara, that tasted in this world a little bit of awakenings way things will be when, in the future. Avra Mitzvah had a taste of this, and therefore they felt in their lives that the female was above the male. They felt that the, that the uh, lowest sphere of Malchus has a higher source than, than the spheres above it. Although Malchus descends, the world's beneath it. Malchus is a source of creating a world that seems like it's outside of Galimus. The world of Atsilus is a world where it's obvious and clear that there's nothing besides Hashem. The lowest sphere of Malchus is the source of God's divine utterances, the ten utterances. So what's Malchus about? Malchus about, about creating a reality that feels other, that feels outside of God. So Malchus is very low. On the other hand, Malchus fulfills God's purpose in creation. So obviously Yaka felt that their Malchus, their wives, who are at the level of Malchus, they realize their superiority. They realize that their divine source, although, although, uh, although their official Hierarchy is lower than where they were, but they felt how, on the contrary, their divine sources are far higher than when they were. Because they tasted the way things will be in just like the Anikdash, The temple was a taste of the future, and therefore was made of stone, the lowest part of creation. So, too, there's an advantage in the maidservants and how they surpass the matriarchs, they surpass their mistresses. Bilal Rachel, Leah. Bilah in the word iron, the acronym of iron is Bezre Lamed, Bilah is listed before Rachel. And Zilpah is listed before Leah. Rachel gave her maidservant Bilha to Yaakov and said, May I be built from your marriage to my maidservant to your marriage to Bilhah. What is the divine rung of our matriarchs? They're the level of, the, of Malchus HaTzils. Again, the source of creation, the, the source of the Ten Divine Utterances. That's the place of our matriarchs. What's the divine source of the maidservants? The maidservants are the, way, the same level of, of divinity. Malchus the way it actually descends to the worlds beneath it. There is the power to speak, and there's actual speech. There is the ability to connect and communicate to something outside of yourself, and there's actual communication. So in, in divinity, communication is a level lower. When Hashem actually creates the worlds beneath it, when Malchus is, Malchus is called an ocean, and because Malchus it says all the rivers flow to the ocean. Malchus receives from all the spheres above it. Mal, just like our speech. We speak with things we think about, with things we feel. Our intellect and our emotions flow into our speech. So that's how Malchus is called an ocean. Malchus receives from the um, spheres above it. Malchus is also called the earth. Malchus is also the source of the worlds beneath it. There is the way Malchus is that you're receiving from the spheres above it, as it is in the world of Atzilus, and the way Malchus descends from the world of Atzilus and actually goes to create the world beneath it. So our matriarchs are on the level of what they're in the level of of Malchus love of divinity of this of God's sovereignty as it of God's speech as it is in its source. And the the the, the maidservants they represent the divinity of Malchus as it descends to the worlds beneath it. Uh, parenthetically it says about every week that God's sovereignty descends to the world through the six days of the week and on Shabbos it ascends. That's why on Friday night we say the Chodin of God Come and greet the bride come and greet the sphere of malchus the, the the divine energy which has descended in order to lift up all the mitzvahs and sparks the jewish people do throughout the week it ascends on shabbos back to its source so we say to hashem to come greet the bride to greet the the all divine energy that's being lifted to, back up to its source through um, the effort of 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 the world descending on the previous saturday night when there was a concealment of and malchus descended so now it ascends back up on, on Friday night. So, so so every week, the descent again happens on Saturday night. Malfaz again descends in some way. That's the maidservant part of the week, if you will. This is very confusing to me, but it's really strange. If the Reformed community realized what you're talking about, all Reformed trees would come back to Chabad. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Let's spread the word. And this is what Torah means when it says it says the stone that the builders despised was actually the pinnacle of uh, of the whole building. The whole the the the, the, the stone that everyone despised that was the that was the uh, the crown the crown cornerstone that became the head of the cornerstone. When the one that everyone thought this is ugh, who needs this that became the prime uh, cornerstone. What does that mean spiritually? Our patriarchs, they built the sphere of Malchus by marrying our matriarchs. In other words, they had some divine revelation themselves. And they had to transfer that and bring that down to the matriarchs. They had to give that to them in order to build them. Just like our speech, our speech receives from our intellect and feelings. So to the matriarchs, receive from the patriarchs. They had to marry them. However, they didn't want to marry the maidservants. Why do they want to marry the maidservants? Spiritually, what that means is, they didn't want, it to, they didn't want to go so low. They, the, ma, the, the matriarchs are still in the world about silos. Not such a bad shidduch. <laughs> but the maidservants, they're about the divine energy going down to the world beneath it. They're about a lower descent. And yet it's specifically through their descending to the worlds beneath that to the reality that feels other than other to godliness through this specifically malchus will ascend to its greatest heights what will reveal the divine source in the matriarchs in malchus malchus will only be able to reach where it's supposed to reach Once Malchus creates the world, when Malchus goes out of Atzilus and creates the world and it descends, then you'll be able to perceive the greatness of Malchus. But as long as Malchus isn't Atzilus, it's not doing anything. Malchus has to create a reality that feels darkness and ugliness and complexity and out of that reality can you create the beauty of the coming Mashiach. When will you see God's original intended creation being fulfilled once only if Avraham marries not only um uh, that, that has to be Billah and that has to be Zilpa. There has to be the maidservants also. The divine energy has to descend lower. Well, that else got me in English. This also will give us some insight about our original discussion about the temple. The temple was built from iron. The temple was built from the from the maidservants, from Billah and Zilpah, not just from the um, matriarchs and patriarchs, but specifically through the maidservants. What does this mean? Again, the word iron is an acronym for the words. Bila zupar Rachel and bila Rachel zupale. Chizus explains. Why was the temple built from stones, as mentioned before, unlike the Mishkan, the tabernacle, which was built out of wood? It was, it was forbidden to have any wood protruding in the temple. You could have wood that was hidden, but not, but not protruding. In a similar way to iron by the way iron was used to you, you could have iron outside the temple used to um, for, for various parts of the temple to to prepare this various parts of it some things would cannot be you, you, from the altar for example you couldn't use any iron for the stones of the altar but iron could be used for other parts but the iron could not be used on, on the place of the temple so it had to be hidden the iron was not to be seen in a similar way that sto- that wood couldn't be seen okay since the Beis HaMikdash is a taste of the future, and the future is that Malchus, the lowest sphere, the feminine sphere, will ascend above the spheres above it, the Beis HaMikdash is a place where it's seen, it's felt, how the woman of valor is a crown of her husband, it's felt how the lowest sphere has a higher source, therefore it was built from stones, from the inanimate, So what was it built from? It was built from stones, which indicate, which represent the sphere of Malchus. It wasn't built from wood. Wood represents the spheres above Malchus. Wood represents wood means to grow. Uh, Wood is from vegetation which grows. And that represents the emotions. The emotions are continuously developed. Last Shabbos about Yosef. Yosef means to add and to grow. So the, the, the tabernacle is connected to Yosef, it's connected to vegetation, it's connected to the spheres of the emotional spheres above Malchus. However, the base of is connected to the lowest sphere of Malchus because Malchus has a higher source. But it wasn't built from Barzel. It wasn't built from iron. Um, that's the first and second temple. However, the Rebbe says the third temple We'll see not just the advantage of the sphere of Malchus, not just we won't just see the way the greatness of Malchus as it is in the world of Atzilus. As Mal, as a, we won't just see the greatness of the source of divine speech. We're going to see mainly will We'll see the advantage of God's speech descending to create a world that is the opposite that 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 feels the opposite of connection to Golliness. mean the Ellen is not going to be as Ellen? You want to you want to cancel that yeme today, huh? No problem. We can cancel it. <laughs> well, we can cancel it. <laughs> <to do> it. <laughs> uh, we, can, we can push off that yeme. We have to do another hour of right? No, uh, we want to do another class about your question. You have a very good question. Um, I and mean, this one, it sounds like. It? Uh, uh, in, in short, if I want to give a short answer to your question, your, your question is is, is, is uh, when Mashiach comes, when you see the greatness of Malchus, as the sense so the most Does that mean there won't be consumed the gallants anymore? And the short answer is, is that there will still be a physical world, and we're going to feel how the physical world itself is divine. So, is it we're going to see the greatness of the of of the divinity in the descent of to, how, how somehow, in perhaps one one line of, of the hour class that we're having during the sechel is the uh, is we're going to see. Hmm, yeah. I was just wondering, what about the Shamir? didn't use iron on the, on the stones in the first base middle of the Shamir to cut out the stones. I think the Shamir was for the for the altar. And I think Ramsa the Shimir was for the altar. Um, Actually, they did they did use iron, but what, they didn't use iron at the site of the building. Right. So they use it for of the, the base edition in general, but not for the altar. The altar had to use the shamer. They use, I found correctly. Okay, so Mashiach will come. Not only will we use stones, but we're also going to use iron for the base of and As it says in the Torah, Israel is a land whose stones are made of iron. Mashiach come will see the advantage of the maidservants; how they surpass the matriarchs. And um, yeah. yeah, we're going to see the base. Is going to as we'll see tomorrow how the base of contains within an iron as well. But the 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 the, Chiddush, the, Malchus, the third base of not only will have stones like the first and second. It's going to also have the advantage of, advantage of iron, which means the divine energy of Malchus as it sends the world beneath the world with the, the world beneath Malchus. God.